Hi, this is Surya Devi, and welcome to A Voice for Love. I'm a world music artist and practitioner of the healing arts, living on the unceded, traditional territories of the Coast Salish, Musqueam, and tsleil people, otherwise known as Vancouver, Canada. On this show, we speak with leaders and visionaries from around the world to talk more about what it means to be a voice for love. No matter what we believe in, we can learn to lead from love and speak from the heart so we can usher in true peace and healing on this planet together. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey everyone, this is Surya. Welcome to A Voice for Love. And I'm very excited today to welcome my special guest, Amber Valdez. Welcome, Amber. Hey everyone. So excited. So excited to drop in with you today. It's going to be good. So get ready. Fasten your seatbelts. Get ready. Okay, Amber, please tell everyone a little bit about yourself um, for anyone who doesn't know you. Yeah. So uh, my name is Amber Valdez. I'm a former NFL cheerleader, TV host, and reality star. And that went through a really gnarly dark night of the soul to pivot into being a stand, a guide, and a mentor for light workers to make their pivot out of their soul sucking nine to fives, if they're in them, into their truest soul calling. So for the last almost decade, I've been supporting individuals from stay at home moms to network marketers to nurses to teachers to actors, artists, and beyond, um, really getting clear on why they're here on this planet. So I originally started out. Um, almost a decade ago, um, going through a really gnarly dark night of the soul, which um, I made my pivot out of the entertainment news, interviewing celebrities on, on and off the red carpet for years and out of a reality show that I was bullied on and on the set of E! News, which at the time was my dream to be a news inc, uh, to be an entertainment news host, but really realizing that there's so much more. Like, I don't want to talk about who's dating who, sleeping with who, what clothes people are wearing. There's an entire world that I wanted to support the conscience of the planet. I had no idea what that looked like. And funny, not funny around that time, my world started to fall apart as I knew it. So finding out that my boyfriend at the time was a sex addict, cheating on me with strangers, um, realizing I didn't want to be on TV anymore. My dream was dead. My relationship was dead. And that activated my wounding from my dad dying that I didn't actually face off with that grief. So my dad was dead. My dream was dead. My relationship was dead. And I literally got to the point of, of wanting to commit suicide. And I walked off the set of E! News, had a total mental breakdown, calling my agents, my lawyers and saying, I'm done. I'm done. I was talking crazy. And they told me to go on a hike, told me to go do something nice for myself. And my plan was to go to Runyon Canyon in Hollywood, walk, take my dog Angel up there and let, leave her up there. And because I knew someone would get her because she's such an incredible dog. And then I was going to go home and take an entire bottle of NyQuil PM and like from Costco and just end it, um, take a couple hundred pills. And that was my plan. And through divine intervention, um, my, my, my agent said, call someone um, to go hike with you. And I scrolled through my phone and I called this woman and she enrolled me into an emotional intelligence training that changed my life. And that was when I was 33 years old and turning 34. So the Jesus year, you know, the resurrection and the, you know, complete like collapse of the death of who you are. And I became a life purpose cheerleader. And I, I went by that archetype until my 40th birthday. I just turned 44. This is my 44th year around the sun just a couple of weeks ago. And at 40, I, I let that, that archetype die because I realized it's not about cupcakes and rainbows and being toxic positivity and that all is well all the time. It's not. I mean, everything in the grand scheme of like, everything's always perfect. And we're in the human experience 
and trauma and heartbreak and all that stuff is a part of that journey. And so I didn't want to put on a fake smile and a fake mask all the time. And if I'm pissed, I want to be pissed. If I'm sad and I want to be sad, I don't want to have to fake it anymore, which is what I did my entire life as a high school cheerleader and then an NFL cheerleader. So I've gone through a lot of ups and downs and weaves and in and outs. But one thing that's becoming even more important is, and we're going to speak into it today, is like these levels of discernment and what got us here won't get us there. And this whole, you know, belief system of being students for life and continuing to invest in our growth and continue to ask questions and to not be so naive and going through the life I had growing up, my mom's mentally ill. My father was an addict. He's no longer on this earth plane. Hey dad, um, we're cool now, but you know, I grew up with blinders on, you know, we grew up in scarcity. I grew up on free lunches, you know, and welfare and, I had this deep drive to never be broke and I would have three to five jobs at a time and we didn't have money for college. And I had to, all my paychecks got signed over to my mom. And, you know, I grew up in such severe abuse that I made a lot of that. Okay. And my bandwidth for pain, my pain body as Eckhart Tolle would call it is pretty big. And so, you know, teaching people, our mess is our message and our pain is our purpose and teaching people to learn to love themselves, to be their own cheerleader, to own their worth. And once you do that, your spiritual gifts and your life purpose drops in. And so really for almost a decade now, I've been teaching life purpose from a space of using the same proven method and recipe that I myself used to come out of that dark night of the soul, to shed these old identities of what I thought I needed to be doing or what I was supposed to be doing and really answering that call. Um, but there's a significant amount of work that gets to be done in a sense to kind of let the clouds part so that you can actually hear your guides and you can hear your purpose and you can develop the know, like, and trust in yourself and also the confidence and the courage to step out of the matrix and step into your soul's calling. It's not something you can do cerebrally. It's not something you can just, you know, I used to teach affirmations and that was like my first like step into the world. And I wrote a bestseller on Amazon called sticky affirmations to live your purpose because, Louise Hay was my like first mentor and, you know, that book, you can heal your life, save my life. But as I came out of that, okay, let me program my mind. Then it's like, let's continue to remove the layers. So as I'm going into almost a decade in this work, really pivoting into um, even more masks being pulled off and even more of this like matrix bro marketing and like what this looks like to be an entrepreneur and you know, breaking the scarcity of like having a $500,000 a month in 2020 while we were in the midst of a pandemic and realizing like everything is possible and abundance is everywhere when you get into alignment with source and spirit and you teach and you bring forth the message that spirit wants you to bring forth. If you're living your purpose, you'll never be broke. And so I've led these four week courses, my signature courses for 12 rounds and teaching people to own their voice and activate their throat chakra so they can find those that need their medicine. So breaking through the shadow and owning it and releasing the guilt and the shame so that you can spread your message and really truly be yourself, whether it's in corporate America in the you know boardroom or it's in your family or your neighborhood or your community or online that you're no longer putting on this actor mask and you're actually showing your raw, vulnerable, authentic self so that you can be true to yourself. So done. I've helped people navigate through owning their voice, activating their chakra, um, changing their life, owning their spiritual gifts through these courses, six month masterminds, year long masterminds, and these retreats, and really stepping more into the ceremony space and helping people learn to have reverence and honor 
in ceremony practices and honoring the land and honoring the indigenous and really having this reciprocity and this partnership with the divine through the land, through the elders, through the elements, you know, through the ancestors and the native people. And so that's a big part of where my mission is going moving forward is to continue to teach ceremony with reverence and honor and to make sure you are protecting yourself, your community, your spaces, your family from this false light, from this darkness that is literally running a havoc in light workers' lives, whether it be their marriages or their business. And I've been psychically attacked this entire last two years deeply by dark forces and teaching people to be aware and privy of that and how to grid their space and grid their programs and grid their homes and grid their, their businesses and to continue to collapse these timelines and cut these cords of these really dark entities that are literally coming in and running amok and all of this false light. And that's been my biggest lesson this year is the level of discernment required even a deeper level and learning to trust myself again because I felt out of trust and alignment with myself through three back-to-back -back narcissist relationships through narcissistic partners, through narcissistic team members, through narcissistic friends, and circling back up with growing up the way I did, recognizing these blinders I had on for survival served me as a child, but pretending like it's not that bad isn't serving me as an adult. So even more layers of this consciousness and finding this deep wounding that got me into this business in the first place. But now how can I come back more into alignment with my truth and my discernment? despite the chaos that's happening around and learning this new level of trust. And I think as a collective, that's what we're being called for. It's to not buy what the news is telling us or the gram is telling us or friends are telling us and use our intuition like, hmm, I got this person has 500,000 followers and this person has a successful podcast, but something's off and I'm not going to trust by proxy. And that's something that I'm really learning living in Austin, which so much false light here is there's so much beautiful, beautiful humans here. And there's also a lot of darkness in this industry and in the spiritual space. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors. There's a lot of narcissistic demons. And, and how can we continue to be more integrous with everything we do so that the frequency and the contrast is so apparent that we don't need everyone to affirm what we know and that we can just choose our own true north and our own path. So I know that's a long-winded share of who I am and what I've been up to. Um, but my clients are from all over the world, from all walks of life and from, you know, uh, trans to, um, you know, married, single, anywhere in between all walks of religions, all walks of life from, you know, coaching people from China to India, to Mexico, to native people. It's been such an honor and a gift to be in service. And I'm learning to simplify, take it back to basics and release this push to scale and do more and do more and do more, which is the matrix patriarchy, right? It's never enough. And you got to keep doing more. And I'm, I'm committed to getting back into why I did this in the first place and what brings me joy and what lights me up and not making choices from ego. And I, I'm my, my intention is that everybody who's listening to this podcast can look for ways in which their life, they're doing that as well. And they can see how through my you know, breakdowns and poor choices, which I were the best for me at the time, um, how you can start to maybe come back to your heart and your soul and, and, and step into deeper levels of integrity and discernment so that you can make sure that you are operating from the light and that you're not um, falling victim to the false light that's 
it's the darkness is really working pretty hard to distract us right now. So thank you for listening. Um, and for that long winded channel. <laughs> it was actually perfect because before we got into the discernment piece, I was actually going to ask you a little bit about a bunch of those things that you covered anyway. So I was like, perfect. She's already like, she's just going there. So, so, so it was perfect, but there's this quite a few things I want to try to get into with you today because they're super important and I don't see enough conversations happening about them. And you just touched on a whole bunch of them. Um, and I've thought about a lot of these things. Okay. Number one is how the darkness is like encroaching on us right now. The darkness yes. is having a heyday right now. Heyday. If you're a light and it's, this is, I'm in a number of different spiritual groups. I'm a very multi-faith. I have lots of different communities that I'm part of. And this has been a constant topic, especially in the last year for every single group, all of us getting attacked, wow. getting like all the empaths, all the yeah. light workers, whatever it is that you want to call yourself, they are moving in and they're moving in because they know that we're at that tipping point where we're literally about to expand into light, right? So they're like yeah. on the, and, and the other problem is that technology, coming in hot. <laughs> they're coming in hot. Exactly. And the other problem is that technology has given them almost like a, like a wave to surf on yes. the, the EMF, all of these, like all of these, the technology, obviously this is what's allowing us to have this wonderful conversation right now. And also technology nice. has created all of these other problems for us, which are affecting us in a variety of different ways. And one of them is that, you know, these entities and beings are actually able to run these electromagnetic waves they're able to come through devices all of these things that can possibly be affecting us and yeah and the more that we're you know the more empathic you are the more light you are and I love what you said because this is something I think about all the time I have some bomb ass mentors who are like the the realest of the real healers they are so profound they're so on point guess what they're not online. <laughs> They're not online. They're quietly doing yeah. their work with their community of people that they feel called to serve. They don't want to be online because they can't even their, their level of sensitivity is so high that they don't even, they're like, I don't even want to be part of this matrix. I get it online. That's and then the they have a I'm getting to right now, babe. Like it is, it is literally beat my ass. Like if you can imagine the online space and like post, you know, gotta post twice a day, gotta post three times a day, gotta, da, da, da. It's like a fucking, excuse my language. It's like an energy suck, you know, and it starts to suck you almost like an incubus. It's like this Instagram, like it's never enough. It's like affirming the belief that you are not enough. You're only as good as yesterday's post. And so what now what? It's like, keep feeding the empty pit of Instagram. It's like, it's never going to be satisfied. It's never going to be enough. And it's like, it's a, it's kind of a trauma wheel. It's like a it's like this, it's, it's this like fight or flight. Like I must keep up. I must keep up. I must keep relevant. And it's like, it starts to affect you. Like it's literally like going against your whole self-worth conversation all the time. Like, let me make you not feel enough. And if you start to talk about things that the darkness doesn't want you to talk about, well, we're going to shadow ban your ass, which is something that's happened with me. I've been at like 40,000 followers for like, I don't know, forever. And it's like my content doesn't get like shown to my audience. Yeah, me too. It's like, it's like, what the actual fuck? Like, how is it that I have 12 likes with 42,000 people? Like, it's like, this doesn't even make sense. So it's like learning about these things. Like if you, if you do hashtag great awakening, you get banned. Like there's like words on Instagram that they do not want you to use. And I use like all of them. Hmm. And so like, you're basically getting funneled of like, we don't want you to be talking about the ascension. We don't want you to be talking about the awakening. We don't want you to be talking about this stuff. And it's like, we have to play the game. And it's like, 
that's the hardest piece for me from someone who's built a business on in, uh, integrity and authenticity and vulnerability. And I'm a truth teller. I'm a truth seeker. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whistleblower. And like, that's very confronting for a lot of people. Right. And especially the darkness who is in partnership with a lot of these online platforms. So just like we said, blessing and a curse, right? Like technology is the blessing and the curse. And how do we find our way? I remember 2020 spirit had told me to move to the mountain. And you and I talked before we started recording about when spirit speaks, we listen. Right. And we don't know why we just do like, I'm going to Bali tomorrow. And like with my friend Sahara Rose and she's already there and I'm meeting her out. And, um, I don't have any reason to go to Bali right now. It's like irresponsible. And I'm air quoting irresponsible for those that are listening on audio audibly, but spirit is telling me to go. Right. And sometimes it makes no sense. So like moving to the mountain spirit was like, move to the mountain, move to the mountain, move to the mountain. I was like, move to the mountain, what mountain? Right. And I ended up moving to the mountain and spirit woke me up every day being like, work with this coach, work with this coach and said her name three times, three days in a row. And I reached out. I'm like, I'm working with you. I don't know what this is. I didn't know I need a coach right now. And I ended up working with her and having a $500,000 a month in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. And <laughs> you all know you're all listening to her. You obviously get it. And it didn't make sense. It wasn't logical. You know, I threw up a mastermind. I had 50 people join for a year long to work with me for 10K and help these light workers get clear on their purpose and, and build the damn thing. Right. And I didn't have it all figured out. But I say this with you because when all the Black Lives Matter started to pop off and COVID started to pop up, I'm in my own bubble on top of the mountain at 7,777 feet in Twin Peaks, California, which is an hour and 45 minutes north of Los Angeles in the peak, the highest point of the mountains. And I'm hearing from my guides who I could hear because I wasn't in LA anymore after being there for 18 years where I couldn't hear my guides. I couldn't hear God. I was having a problem meditating. I was like, what is actually happening? Like I'm scrambled. Like I can't hear my guides. I felt like it was so loud with the energetic current of 5G that I had to get up to the trees and get up to the mountains to hear my own damn self. And one of the things my guides told me was that the only way the darkness can get through to the light workers is through social media. And I was like, whoa. And I remember them telling me the amount of time you spend on the phone, you've got to do that amount in nature. Like you have to like balance it out because the frequency that was emitting through the Black Lives Matter videos and through the darkness and the fear, some of those were really traumatic videos. If you remember like, you know, um, the gentleman that died, his name is, is losing my mind right now. George me. Floyd. George Floyd. Sorry. I'm, I'm channeling. And sometimes it gets, it moves too fast in my head, yeah. but, um, you know, shout out to blessings to George Floyd and his family and all that were impacted from that experience, regardless what you believe in terms of conspiracy or not a man died. And I think we need to honor his life and whatever capacity in that huge activation and that huge level of awareness that was created from this experience there was so much violence being shown on social media. And I will be honest with you, I was sharing it out too, because my warrior kicked off my past lives of being, you know, indigenous and native and, and black and all the things were coming through. And I felt this deep sense of responsibility to share what was happening, but it affected my nervous system so severely that I was activating this anger and this hate frequency. And it got me out of my heart. It got me out of alignment. And it, it literally took over my body to the point where I was in the fetal position out in my yard, hysterically crying and shaking somatically because there was so much trauma and sadness. It makes my heart like heavy to just say it out loud. 
I felt I was so psychically attacked that it was swirling up my level of discernment. And I was further perpetuating the fear, the anger, the rage, and all the things. And it was not good. It was not from a good space. And it wasn't until I was able to like reset my nervous system, get off of social and tell my audience, like the darkness is thrilled right now because it moves through fear frequency, you know, which is why I don't watch scary movies because, or like stranger things or any of those shows that like layer your vibration, lower your vibration, because from those leaks is where the darkness can enter. And then it can take you out of your heart and it can put fear in your field, which is not God, right? So I don't remember why I went on that tangent, but I just remember knowing and hearing that the darkness can infiltrate light workers through social media. That's the only way they can get to us. So if you are going to watch that content, make sure you somatically shake, make sure you cleanse yourself, make sure you shake it out, make sure you go earth so that you can transmute that darkness. So it doesn't stay stuck in your field, in your body, in your heart, in your mind. Um, to wreck. I found myself like getting in fights with people afterwards or being super irritated and angry. And I was like, this is not me. Like this fear frequency is like not of the light. Like, and I am being totally compromised and entities are like, woohoo, let's get in there and wreak havoc. Um, and I've been witnessing that I even had a girl wreaking havoc in my programs. And the last call I had to literally rebuke the forces and call in, you know, Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene and Jesus and Archangel Michael and White Buffalo Catwoman and I literally and Joan of Arc and like Baba G and and Yogananda and like I literally called in the Ascended Masters, you know, to come into my container and collapse any and all timelines any cords, contracts, crees, or spells that have been cast upon me, known and unknown, and any entities that entered my field that were not of love and were not the highest alignment. And it was the most wild thing that happened. I had like pressure on my chest and I was shaking a bit. And some of the girls felt like energy around their neck. And it was so heavy. It was like, this entity was like, fuck, I've been found out. And it was like, I was like, bye. And I was like, guys, we got to cleanse our fields like so much more than we think we do. You know, like it's like, you know, going a week without taking a shower and like things are getting a little ripe. It's like, I was like the last time I haven't cleansed my containers. I was like, damn, I got, I got, I got lazy. Like my, my energy fell, whether it was getting sick or traveling or being tired. When you lower your defenses, just like if you're taking mood altering substances, that's when the darkness is like, ooh, let me get in. And I do believe that they ride on the frequency of technology. So I'm really grateful that you pointed that out. Um, Because this shit's real, man. Like, it's like not all love and light and cupcakes and rainbows. And like, this is what I teach in my ceremony membership. It's like teaching reverence and teaching honor, but also teaching these basic practices of like protection and clearing and closing portals and opening them with, you know, making sure you're a sovereign and making sure that your space is like, only love is going to enter here. It's like, it's, it's when a world where spirituality is becoming so trendy, it's been, it's also gotten extremely dangerous, you know? And that's why I'm so grateful that like sister, we can have this conversation because like, I've been tooting this shit for a while from the rooftops and people like, Oh, you're negative And like darkness has no power over me. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't when you're conscious and sovereign and like standing in your conviction, but and- if your senses are down, go ahead story and you're a real one so this is what i've been saying 
The real ones are the ones out there getting attacked, getting silenced. The not real ones are allowed to flourish and speak so they don't get attacked. So this is why some of these people that have hugely large followings, not all of them, there are some people with big followings that are authentic and real and doing good work, but some of these ones- Tell me who they are. <laughs> and we're not going to name names. It doesn't matter. This is everybody's journey to figure it out for themselves. But this is, right, right. I had this conversation with a friend of mine and she and I have both dealt with a lot of attacks. She's a very pure light being. And we just were like full body goosebumps because it's like some of these people, they're not getting interfered with because what they're sharing is not actually light. They're sharing the light. false light. So yes, they girl. don't pose a threat to the dark That's side. Right. The real ones who are actually out there. And this is part of it. I say this all the time because like you said, spirituality is trendy now. People want to be a healer. And we and one of my best friends we laugh about this all the time we're like yo if you had any idea what this is really entails holy shit right you're like we're the like light worker is that not easy no it's not it's like real life star wars i'm like we're out I here a lot believe you me fighting demons all this stuff we're getting attacked we're getting interfered with all of this stuff it's like this constant go but that means if this is happening to you and you're listening to this right now take it almost as a compliment it means you're a real one because it means oh i love that babe. that you have or something in your heart or something about the frequency or the light that you carry is a threat Okay. So and you can, babe. right. It means you're a threat. So, you know, we can, and we can all stick together on this too, right? This is why we have yeah. to support one another and a big piece about social media. And this oh, is what you were baby. speaking about a little bit as well. And part of the reason why it's so toxic is because the jealousy, the envy, the comparison is a doorway to these entities, because those are all lower. You know, we all deal with a little bit oh. of jealousy and envy and comparison. It happens, you know, we, we, we're human, right. And there's a healthy way to, to manage that. And when you feel those things, you can go, Oh, Hey, you know, you can take it as an invitation to be introspective and ask yourself, why am I feeling these things? And if you're going too deep into it, and when you're on social media, if that's all you're doing, if you're constantly comparing yourself to people, if you're jealous, if you're envious, that is a doorway. And that's how the attack happens. And I'm not surprised that you've been attacked a lot because you are, you know, even if you're stuck at 40,000 followers, that's still a lot of people. And the same thing, I'm always shadow banned. Like it's ridiculous. I'll post a reel. It will get 200 views with 50 likes. Okay. That means one one quarter of the amount of people watching the reel are liking it. And it stops there. I've been inundated with fake followers, which is really funny. They've oh, been like, babe, I get about five a month. It's or not fake followers, but fake accounts. You mean? Oh, fake. I've had like hundreds in the last couple of weeks and they just keep coming. I can't get rid of them, but that's, that's another story, but I don't, I don't even know what's going on in there, but it's really like, I get so blocked sometimes like, and my story sometimes like 14 views, you know, I'm like, how can it be 14? Yeah, I know I might come I used to get hundreds. And, but it's because, and it's also because I've had some guests on this podcast that are a little bit controversial. I'm connected to people who are a little bit controversial. I haven't, um, I've been guided more in the past year to be more, um, to be a little bit more positive, to be a little bit more not to address certain topics. That was my guidance. And it was because what I was told by spirit was that people were so wigged out after 2020 and 2021 that, um, people needed just more positive reassurance and not to go too much into the, you know, into some of these other topics. So, you know, I followed the guidance, but, you know, back in 2020, I was talking about a lot of things and, you know, I've shared a lot of things and had certain people on this podcast that are, you know, I had Riza Islam on this podcast, who is one of the, you know, he's one of the, what do they call him? Like the dirty dozen or whatever, you know? So, you know, I'm, con I'm connected to all of these people and, and they, they know that. And so I'm, I'm so grateful silence. that you're here to have this conversation. And it's so, it's such perfect timing because we, we were supposed to talk multiple times last year and something happened every time where we weren't able to but this conversation is so potent and so valuable and people need to hear this because 
this is, I've been guided to speak about this a lot more, but I've been like, uh, really? Like you guys really want me to start talking about like dark entities and demons and all this stuff. But that's what they told me. They're like, yeah, that's why they, we gave you this like sunny personality. So you can like talk yeah. about all these things and make it fun, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be so scary because it's like, we do get to take our power back from these entities and these dark beings. And that's kind of like what I told my students on the call the other day. I was like, you guys, they can't fucking touch us. Like we have the power, we have the light sword, but if we're not using it and we're not sovereign and we get scared, like, I think it was Elizabeth April talking about once, like when she saw the demon, she can like hug them now instead of being like, Oh shit, there's a demon here. And I'm not there yet. I haven't started hugging demons yet. I mean, I'm, I'm totally down to like transmute, but my, one of my mentors and dear sisters, Brianna Lynn, Reverend Brianna Lynn, shout out. She's this incredible woman, priestess, witch, Reverend, um, and she will always say in her ceremonies, she will always say, um, only love is only love is welcome here or anything ready to be transmuted into it. Mm, I love that. And I love that perspective because it reminds us that like, even the darkest forces want to be light and the ghosts want to go to the light, right? Like at the end of the day, everybody wants to be purified and wants to be in this highest vibrational frequency. But if something dark is coming, you know, like light attracts light and light also attracts dark. And that's something I continue to remind my students, the brighter you shine, the dark, the heart of the darkness is going to come for you. Right. So remember that. And remember that at the end of the day, they can't fuck with you if you're conscious and you're aware and you remain in your sovereignty. And so that's that space where it's like, yes, they're here. The only time they can mess with you is when you're unconscious. Right. And for me, full transparency without really cleansing my calls. And like, you know, I had this intuitive hit. I kept telling my co-facilitator, I was like, something's going on with this girl. I can feel it. Like something's going on with this girl. And I've been telling her for months. She's like, no, no, no. She was on my call. She was on my call. And I'm like, no, something's off. And I got to learn to trust myself with no physical evidence. Just she's not responding to my text messages. She's, she's, there's a frequency about her on the calls that is jealousy, envy, comparison, judgment, right? And you can feel that frequency from someone. They don't have to say anything, right? And 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 finally, I was on, I'm telling you guys a lot of information I haven't told anybody publicly, so I hope it's okay. Um, I feel like it's a safe space. But I was on a call on the 20th. I was up in the mountains and I was showing spirit had it. So like her face was like on the screen. You know, usually when you're on gallery view on a Zoom call, it's like little boxes or only the person that's talking will be the main picture on your screen. But for some reason, she wasn't talking and her phone was muted. Her picture was the only face I saw. And I start talking about, you know, the holidays being hard for me and I'm not with family and I'm alone again. And I'm just like really in it and like was being really vulnerable and like all the things that were coming up. And I remember like giving a view, a show of the view of the the, the woods and the trees and she's scoffing and she's like, Ugh. like she was like jealous of this Airbnb I was at. And I was just like, whoa. And then I see her in the chat, just typing, 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 typing. And I'm like trying to give this transmission about a lot of this false light and some of these coaches that are giving these secret offers and how, you know, there's no contracts and there's this lack of integrity in the space. And like, you need to cover your ass when you're a light worker and you're a business owner and like giving contextual information as someone who's in the space, being privy to what's going on in the marketplace, right? In the spiritual coaching industry, knowing how people out of integrity and what's happening and so that they can become privy to it. 
and she's typing, typing, typing. And I finally call her forward and I say, Hey, I see you're pretty busy in the chat there. Would you like to bring forth the conversation? There's clearly a conversation going on. Let's talk about it. Let's bring it to the space so we can all benefit from what, you know, you got a question. And I was like, no, I just don't see how this has anything to do with building a business. And we're just like super snotty. And like, it was like this energy that was this judgment and this envy and this jealousy and this comparison and this attack. And really after further processing, I was like, she's got to go. And finding out she had created this separate group that my students were like all kind of, she was spiraling them into like shit talking about my program. And I took a step back and I started talking with one of my mentors who's in his seventies and he's been my healer for 20 years. And he was like, you've been compromised. Like an entity came in and is great. Of course, an entity came in and is creating havoc in your pure mastermind. Right. And it was just like, oh my God. Wow. I let my forces down. I let my guard down. And I had a feeling when she was in the group, I almost kicked her out the first round because she was being really like, you owe me and expectations. And I share all this with you in such great detail because the, the darkness is going to come into your family. It's going to come into your friendships. It's going to come into your marriages. It's going to come on your teams. Oh my God, did I get attacked on my teams this year? Holy shit. These girls going from like, I'm like the savior and to the, I'm the villain and they're the victims and just like wanting mommies and no responsibility and like, not like having responsibilities, getting paid really well and not doing their job and then blaming me for getting upset about it. Just like so much of this, this last year has been being attacked in all the places that have gotten me to the point where I thought I wanted to quit fetal position in my yard. Right. And that's, I'm not excluded from that. Right. Like, you know, just because I've made millions in this industry and I'm, you know, I'm going through it with you guys because the darkness is clever and it will get in closest to you and run amok. And that is the points where you've got to be like, stop. Right. And like cleanse your field, cleanse your energy, cut the cords, jump the timelines, just affirm, declare, and demand I am not available. You know, like get out and really just being honest, like, wow, this person, of course, I'm going to get attacked in my containers. Of course. When I'm my been heartbroken this year, went through betrayal and with business partners this year, someone sold $70,000 for me in a fake real estate deal of my coach's partner. Like it has been literally like the year of notice, like level up on your discernment, baby, and not trusting people by proxy. And trusting that little voice being like, something's off, right? Something's off. Well, I have no tangible evidence, but what's going on here in like praying about it, meditating about it, getting curious about it, like really not just being like, oh, you're paranoid, right? Like leaning into and having these conversations. And I took my power back and, and did the whole thing and clear it. And the whole frequency of my program has changed. Like my students were being psychically attacked. They were looking for what's not working, what they're not getting. I was like, you are all completely off right now. You are being distracted if it's coming from, like you said, jealousy, envy, comparison, lack, scarcity, judgment. It is not of the light. It's just not. And they were all like, damn. I mean, they were like crying because they were like, oh my God, we totally fell for it. We fell for it. 
instead of coming to me and asking questions. Like I have a no gossip and no mean girl policy in my containers and that went out the door. And they let this person come in, spiral them up, get them super worked up, create drama, the drama triangle, right? Villain, victim, savior. They got to play victim. I got to be the villain and this one girl got to be the savior, right? The drama triangle, huge distraction from these light workers building their businesses. Huge distraction from them shining their light in the world, right? Just ask a question, ask for help, get clarity, right? So I shared this with you guys in such great detail because like the, the darkness is tricky and clever. And if you're making someone the villain, then you're the victim, right? And so in this space, how can we continue to go? Where can I be more integrity? Where can I, you know, not be mean girl? Where am I not asking more questions? Instead of me just being like, oh God, I feel like something's off in the group. Like bring it to the space. Like when I found out about that Instagram group, I should have said, I was like, please come back into Slack. I should have said, no one is allowed to participate in that Instagram group anymore. If you are, you're out of integrity guidelines and you can leave this program, right? And not being so worried about being a mean girl or being a bitch or being controlling, but being like, no, these are my rules of the game to be my friend. These are the rules of the game to be my partner. These are the rules of the game to be on my team. These are the rules of the game to be in my life. And I'm going to create a portal of light and a portal of integrity. And I'm going to stand true to it. And I'm not going to feel bad for having more sovereign boundaries. And I think that that level of discernment, if something feels off, it's off. And I think we've got to give ourselves more credit. And here's where I feel like the empathic space of all of us and myself included, it's like, we see the best in people, right? Like I saw the best in this person. Like he, man, did he freaking work me? And I like to think that I am a really street smart chick growing up the way I did, but like, damn, like this person used my my vulnerability with him, my trust in my coach, my, you know, I, I was so open and I was the perfect victim, you know, and I share that with you because some of the smartest, most educated people get scammed or, and there's so many wolves and Shia, you too. Like there's so many wolves in sheep's clothing. My ex-boyfriend is a medicine man. I'm air quoting medicine man. And he's a freaking narcissist. He's so out of integrity. He's disrespectful to the feminine. He's out of integrity with his finances. And he was a math addict for 15 years. Yes, he's gotten sober-ish. And he hasn't done the work to heal the whole reason why he took the drugs in the first place. And he's working on people. And yeah, I'm calling you out if you hear this. Like, you're out of integrity. Like, you're out of integrity. You've got to walk through the fire and own your shit and like not run and not take responsibility. And there's so many people in the medicine community and people in the healing community and people in the lightworker community that are literally so focused on helping others and rescuing others that they're not actually rescuing themselves. And that medicine is tainted as one of my Lakota elders shared with me. That medicine is tainted because you are the medicine. And if you're not treating people in your life correctly, then you are like literally poisoning the well. And in the name of conscious brotherhood and this whole movement in Austin and how much bullshit is behind that, 
and how much infidelity and how much narcissism and how much lack of accountability and how much like we're here for the feminine, but really they're all treating their partners like shit. But there's just so much of like pedestaling people because of their followers, because of their, they're saying one thing online and they're the complete opposite. And because of their narcissism, because because of the narcissistic demon, this is what narcissists do. The matrix and infiltrated the leaders and infiltrated the light that a lot of these people who think they're light workers are not because it's unconscious. It's, 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 it's false light. And if I had a dollar for every person I know that have been like, do you know how much money is to be made in the spirituality space? Like I could give you names, but I'm not here to name. I am here to say like, we all get to be called to a deeper level of integrity and reverence and stop playing gods with medicine and like meeting people in like equal spaces. And we've got to stop pedestaling people. Like I'm human too. I'm a horrible COO and like not a good manager. If I'm on stage and I'm taking tickets and I'm sweeping popcorn in the stands and I'm out promoting the event and I'm, you know, I can't do it all. I don't want to do it all. Right. But there's this level of like, People, yes, are human. And some of the greatest people from Marianne Williamson, who's had her fair share of stuff behind the scenes be told, or Osho, or um, uh, 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 Bikram, or, you know, there's so, or um, Yogi Bhajan, you know, I studied Kundalini for a long time. And there's, there's always going to be an underbelly, underbelly of leaders because they are Michael Beckwith, who's been told to be like, you know, cheated on his wife. Like, there's a lot of, lot of people who are also human and, my thing is just be honest about it. Like own your shit. If you're out of integrity, you teach a relationship course and you've cheated on your wife, maybe own it. Maybe own it because I'll meet you with, I fucked up and I'm taking responsibility and I'm doing the work, but I won't meet you with, we're monogamous when you're having relationships with people. I won't meet you with like rah-rah medicine and then you're microdosing people on the playa ayahuasca. And you're not a facilitator. And you haven't been told by an elder. And you haven't been an apprentice. And you haven't had reverence. And it's dangerous. And people are like, oh, these people, pedestal. So it's like we got to get everyone off of pedestals. And we've got to really get more integrous with our own selves. So that we can be more discerning. And we didn't know as light workers, we're always going to see the best in people anyways. So we need to realize that not everybody is good. And for me, like this last year is believing what people say and not coming back to spirit and not praying about it and not meditating about it and not seeking counsel on it and just being a lone wolf in these decisions, whether it be hiring or whether it be doing my due diligence about real estate investments or any of the things, even if they are your friend, like we have to take responsibility for deeper reverence and spirit is clearly running me through the ringer 2022 reverence in my, or discern, didn't have discernment in my relationship, didn't look at all the red flags and all the signs that this person is like out of integrity in their life and their finances. If you're out of integrity in one place, you're out of integrity in a lot of places. This person doesn't speak to his exes. Like this person didn't pay their taxes. Like why was I dating someone like that? Like real truth. Like why? Right? That's on me. It's on them. I can keep being the victim to it all, but no one put a gun to my head, right? And like continuing to see the best in people, it's like blessing and curse, but we have to, as light workers, reel it back in 
And we have to be like, okay, show me proof and actual evidence that this is trustworthy and let me pray on it and let me meditate on it and let me lean into it and not me take anything for face value because followers are bought, placements are bought, downloads are bought. And just because somebody has a half a million followers does not mean they are of the light. And being in this industry for almost a decade and being friends with some of the top influencers in this space, I know a lot of shit. And the average fan, if they knew their head would spin and I'm not here to out people, but I'm not here to make myself better than anyone. But I am to say there's a level of responsibility that comes with influence. There's a level of like, if you've changed teams, say it. Let's just be honest and let the chips fall so that people who are are following you can feel safe and that it can be utilized for like more discernment because it's it's damaging. It's damaging if you believe in someone, right? Like my 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 self-trust me there has taken a run through the ringer this year. It's been really humbling and really painful to see these people I trusted that said the things and they're not who they say they are. That really screws you up. It's it and it makes you feel like you want to quit. You know, like this last year, I'm I was pushed to the edge of like wanting to be on this planet. And I've heard a lot of people in my industry also have been. Like this was the year that a lot of us were like kind of thinking about checking out. And I'm just being super honest with you. But I think we have to get to that come to our knees Jesus moment for us to go, okay, lesson learned. And like there's going to be more false light. It's going to get more trickier. It's going to be even closer. And we've got to get our discernment meters on point. And I'm right there with all you guys because I feel like a dumbass. But I'm now starting to really see, oh, this is why my body fell off in their presence. This is why their transmission didn't really land with me. This is why my inside was like, they're full of shit. Like something that I haven't said publicly, and I'm just going to say it now. This whole Twitch, like, um, suicide, I don't think it was suicide. And I'm hearing and seeing you shake your head. It was too fast. The PR release, it was deemed a suicide far too fast than any other case. Watch CSI. The whole episode is about determining. I went to a murder mystery party the other night. And they were, we were all trying to find out if this billionaire was actually suicide or if someone killed him, it was foul play. There was no even thought or possibility of the investigation of foul play. It literally went to suicide within a day of it happening. That's like the fastest like case closed I've ever seen in my life. Unless there was like video evidence of this man literally pulling the trigger on himself. If there was, they should boot that out forward. But everyone jumped on the bandwagon and it was just like my my insides were like, this wasn't suicide. He was taken out. And then further, I was like, oh, he's attached to Ellen. And oh, Ellen's, you know, all wrapped up in the Epstein stuff. I think this was a miss. I think this was a serious warning for Ellen and probably the, the wife. And I could be completely out there. And I'm not saying that people don't commit suicide every day. 
I am not, I have lost people to suicide. I am not here to, to minimize the effects or the impact or the sadness and the tragedy and the pain that comes from it. I am just saying, here's another opportunity where we listened to the narrative of the media and nobody asked questions. If I was his wife, I would have demanded all ruling out all other options. And it would have been like, it's under investigation and we're going to rule out all the other options. It's looking like it's suicide, but we can't be sure until we have a thorough investigation, which doesn't take a day. I mean, I don't think Robin Williams was even deemed suicide that fast. I don't think like anybody who's been a public figure was deemed that that fast. Well, yeah, right? even just going back to what you're talking about, about listening to our body, listening to our intuition beyond all of that. And I do know, I actually just had a conversation with about him with a friend who's been doing a lot of research into it, who has come to the same conclusions. But okay, going back really? to the piece of intuition, intuitively, when I look at this man and his beautiful family, what in the world would make him take his life and leave his beautiful okay. children and his wife who he loved right before Christmas? That in itself to me is like, this makes no sense. It doesn't make any, and yes, as you said, people can be severely depressed and never show it, but I, I don't, it. I don't believe it. And there's a lot of us who are, you're not the only person who believes And here's it. why I don't believe it because my friend, she's a professional Broadway dancer and you know, that man is an incredible dancer. And she said, you cannot be dancing like that, which you're channeling God when you're in that slow state of like divine alignment, you can't dance like that and be suicidal. If you were suicidal, you couldn't dance like that. You can't just turn your head off and be able to show up and dance, at least from my friend who's literally a trained Broadway dancer. Like she's like, he emitted so much light through his transmission. Like that would almost be impossible to dance like that and be that suicide, be that depth and suicide. Secondly, he has unlimited resources. Why wasn't he getting coaching or therapy or like any of that stuff? And why... Why wasn't anybody a stand for him? Secondly, how could she come home and just immediately call the police? Like if you come home and your partner's not there, you're not going to go to the police. You can't even file a missing person's report until someone's gone for 48 hours. So, and, and LA County living there, it took people two to three hours or never come when I call the police. So I'm just saying like, it, there's so, and then you come out the public with an immediate statement. It's like, you're in mourning. It's like, we're not available for any questions. We'll let you know. You can't call the police department and be like, my husband missing. And they're going to tell you, oh, someone was just shot at a hotel. A police officer is never going to give that kind of confidential information to any stranger on the telephone. Like all of this stuff just like doesn't line up. Like it just doesn't line up. And then it was like immediately bandwagon and immediately like, Oh my God. Oh my God. It was just not like, nobody was like, Hey, it looks like suicide, but we're going to investigate to the furthest extent of the law to rule out anything else. There wasn't even one iota chat of that. It was like, here's a narrative. Everyone bought it. And I was like, does that have anything to do with the fact that Epstein's shit is like getting revealed even more? And Ellen was on that shit like a million times over and she loved him to pieces. Like, are they sending her a signal? Well, my friend, my friend who's been researching it, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she sort of what she'd come across in her research was that he was actually he was probably getting ready to speak about some things or out some things that maybe aren't meant to be spoken. And this is something oh. that we see over and over again. And we see this in the entertainment industry. And again, it's not because Chris Cornell. It's Chris Cornell. That's exactly who I was just thinking of. And and it's, you know, 
entities and the dark side can have a, a play in some of these deaths as well. Because what can actually happen is the entity comes in and takes over and then can actually make somebody do something that they wouldn't normally do and all these types of things as well. So it all works together. And, you know, because I'm a musician too, and I've been sort of, you know, had my moments in the, and you know, from being, you know, around celebrities in the entertainment industry, you actually feel these things, right? You can actually, you go into certain spaces and it's like something doesn't feel right. And there's a lot of darkness. There's also a lot of light. And there's a lot of people who are stuck in these positions because they've made some kind of agreement or contract at some point and then they're stuck in it and then they you know when you mentioned his wife well she's probably terrified because she is trying to protect her children so she's at this point doing whatever she needs to do to make sure that she and her family are safe on top of there could have been someone call her phone or send a note or something that says if you say anything we're going to kill you and your children and it's like then she's like nope it's suicide you know it's like they could have told her you're telling everyone it's suicide or else we're killing your kids and line me up with one mom that would would roll the dice on that threat I don't I don't know one mom that would they won't and even I mean I'm not going to name names but I've had conversations with this about very famous people when back when I was kind of young and dumb and I would just be like so tell me about that you know people call it the Illuminati but I don't like using that word because I say we are the Illuminati we are the illuminated ones like let's stop calling these people that because that's how they've got us they've got us believing that they're the you know they're the gods and we're not and that's actually not how it works but I did have a conversation that like don't even believe that's real like there's and, and it's like that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not open to see, and I know you can go down the dark hole of conspiracy theory. And I warn my students all the time, like, be careful how much time you go down that rabbit hole, because going down that rabbit hole is dark and and dangerous in itself in the imprinting it creates. If you see yourself going down, like I went down the pizza gate and I went down the rabbit hole of like the, the cannibal club in Hollywood where like, you know, so many celebrities go and like eat humans and like, you can see it online and like all this shit. Like I went down that and I don't like how it made my body feel, my mind feel, the stress The I mean, that alone going down the rabbit hole is also damaging to yourself. And so like, we've got to be really careful and not everything's a conspiracy theory. Like not everything is a conspiracy theory and like life lives, but there is a fair share of, I wouldn't even call it conspiracy theories. I would just say things happening that are so far out of our brain and comprehension, just like the fact that this guy could still seven, steal $70,000 from me, who I thought was my friend and called me my sis, his little sister and like was mentoring me in real estate. Like the fact that a human being, and I cashed out my 401k and like my, my retirement and like, like the fact that you can be that evil to manipulate someone is like, my mind doesn't even jump on that book you know and the sad thing is like that's where it's a curse for us light workers is that at times we're too giving we're too open we're too too naive and i think we really get to step the fuck up myself included i'm putting myself in the pot i get to step the fuck up and and really take my time and not be so reactive and breathe and pray and meditate and even if an entire room of people saying you're batshit crazy, it was totally a suicide. Do you can say, yeah, I don't think so. And be standing in your sovereignty and it'd be okay. And that's been like the most painful thing for me this year is like, how does not everybody see this? But spirit is starting to bring people around me that believe the same things about certain people and have felt the same way around them. And it's like this confirmation that I'm not crazy, but it's like, you don't need to know that you're not crazy 
the trust that I'm working through is my own discernment and choosing from that space, regardless if anybody feels it or not. And that can be really scary and really lonely, but that's really all we got at the end of the day, guys, right? Like we got to stop letting this false smoke and mirrors illusion. The, I always think of the wizard of Oz. Like we've got to just be curious about the curtain and be pleasantly surprised when, you know, the Oz is behind the curtain. Well, and the problem is, is that, um, and me and my mentors talked, have talked a lot about this. The problem is that people are being incorrectly trained from the get-go. So somebody has some kind of an awakening, they get drawn to spirituality, they get drawn to a coach or a a so-called teacher with a big following who also hasn't been trained properly. They haven't been like, and this was a teaching that one of my Buddhist teachers, who's a monk in a Rinpoche, he gave us this teaching a long time ago. And it was from that tradition, but he said, you know, always check somebody's lineage, check where they come from. If somebody's Right. If somebody's learned, and this is the same with shamanic traditions, all these things, because plant medicine, and then like, let's not even get into the whole cultural appropriation. And I, you know, there's so many problematic things happening within the spiritual industry. People are just blindly following along with it because they see somebody who looks good, who's saying the right things, and then talk about how energy way who has crystals and who has books and who, you know, Well, and not only this, so what some people do, and here's a little tip just for people, is sometimes when you feel really drawn to somebody like that, what they're actually doing is sending out their energy like a web and drawing you into it. It's almost like little sticky hands, right? And it comes out and it grabs you and it goes like this. So people get hooked in. It's and This is what narcissistic people do. This is what it's all in the same. It's all in the same vein. It's energy. It's a vampiric type of energy. It is people who, who take their energy goes out. It hooks in people and it brings them back in. So this is why some people are able to amass these large amounts of followers it's not because and this is where we've been deceived by this whole idea of oh if you're in a high vibration then everything's just going to be great and work for you no you can be oh. the most badass healer on the planet and go through something it's uh, you know I'll, I'll save my story but I also went through a whole bunch of things in 2022 that are very wow. similar all about my intuition I was right about everything that didn't make sense all these things and it was all revealed at the end there was all kinds of interference um involved in it all kinds of dark forces working through people but the place that I came to now and this was a piece that was given to me through another healer that I work with was that actually none of those people were to blame they were all under the influence of the dark entity so I've had to do a lot of forgiveness work around a lot of these people who seemed like they were against me or attacking me or all of these things it wasn't actually them it was the the dark force trying to get to me again because that's what you know that's what it's doing and and look and with you I just want to point out what was the dark forces trying to get to do with you they were trying to make you give up. They Amen. were trying to make you give up your path, which is not, which is, you're not. And they got close. Let me be clear. <laughs> I literally went into a cave of cocoon from like the end of July, which was my breakup with the narcissist demon, the third final one, because I'm done with that timeline. And it had me go, who the fuck am I? I obviously don't know shit. I'm so just, just attacked. And now, August, September, October, November, December, what are we in January now? Stam near six months. I didn't launch shit. Just been supporting my students and being like, I got to talk to my business. I got to talk to my relationship. And I got attacked to my finances. Triple threat. Who am I to teach? Who am I? Am I even any value? Like, and this is why having mentors and coaches during the dark times and the good times is so important because my coaches and my healers and my elders had to keep reminding me who the fuck I am because there were moments of me sobbing my eyes out going like, I don't even know who the fuck I am anymore. 
I don't trust myself. How could I allow this many people into my inner circle? How could I be so dumb? How could I be so stupid? How could I, how could I? It's wild, the, the manipulation and the imprinting and the abuse that occurs in these situations that I literally was at a point where I'm like, I'm done. Like, who the fuck am I, right? Like, I clearly don't know shit. And it's been six months, guys, that I'm, Stella's getting her groove back. Well, I want to tell you what I see. I hope it's okay that I share this while we're on the, but it feels appropriate. What, What I see like spiritually for you is that through this last experience that you've had, they show me that you've been given like a, like a scepter almost. And it's like a, it's like on a scepter and on the top of it is a crystal ball, but there's lightning inside. And when you put it down like this, it's like, like worlds move and the truth comes and it scatters and this lightning shatters everything that is not of the truth and not of integrity. So through this experience, you've actually gained another very profound spiritual tool that will serve you moving forward that actually is moving you deeper into your purpose of being a truth teller and it's not easy for us truth tellers here on the planet because they don't like us because the whole world is full of lies and the other reason why we fall for these narcissistic individuals is because we've been conditioned our whole lives politicians celebrities all of these narcissistic leaders that we've been conditioned to listen to and follow we look to that as truth we look to that and we take that as authority but what many of us are here to do is to shift that narrative and maybe look to you know, going back to maybe the best authority for you in this moment isn't the the healer with 500,000 followers. Maybe it's the person with 400 followers who's like a pure, clear channel for source that is here to give you your next initiation, right? Like it's not, and we all need to get beyond this. So this, uh, this is this amazing conversation. (laughs) I'm going to give you girl. I am. So this, this conversation is such a breath of fresh air. And I hope for all you guys listening to you're getting super activated. Cause like, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your awareness and your beliefs and your research and you going through the fire and, and all the things like you are such a breath, breath of fresh air. And I'm so glad we're friends now. This is great. I mean, I hope we're friends now, but I would like to continue because we have so much in common, but I just want to give some validation to you. So my elder, one of my elders, she's a Lakota woman. Her name is Eagle woman on a call, probably three calls ago. She told me I had a lightning staff in my hand. She did the same process where she's like, slam it down, anchor the light. And it had eagle feathers on top of it. Cause she saw me, I carry the eagle medicine and to take this hawk's eye view. But the fact that you, you said that the, the walking stick, the, 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 the lightning rod to channel that lightning into the earth to spread it. It's very similar to like white Buffalo calf woman. And it's also very similar to, I was on a call with my students on Saturday and one of the girls, I had her use a staff in a rod and to slam it down and channel the lightning. Like that just happened on Saturday. I got, I got like full body goosebumps. It's it's powerful for you. It's powerful. That's what you're, that is your medicine. That is the new medicine that you've moved into. And this last year, I think for a lot of us was a deep initiation into that. It was, it's been very uncomfortable. It has not been fun. And it's, you know, it's, it's, and, and this is the other thing to remember too, is that all of these bad experiences, that we've had are not necessarily bad because oh. the next initiation into. Yes. And so this also dispels this whole bullshit about that. We only always need to be in a high vibe and everything has to be great. No, I do not trust any person who calls themselves a healer that tells me their life is perfect, that they never oh. go through things. I do not trust you. I do not want to listen to you. I want to oh. learn from real and, and spend time with real people having we're in the human we're, we're on the earth. It's not supposed to be easy here. We didn't oh. come here to, to live easy lives. We came here to break up a 
whole lot of bullshit for the that's yes. going on for thousands of years. That's not an easy task. We can also have a lot of fun while doing it, which yes. we also do as well, which to me is also the hallmark of a good spiritual teacher. They're real, they're authentic, and they're funny. If somebody isn't funny and like light, like don't, you know, all everybody's funny, even the elders and stuff, you know, even the serious ones, like they have these moments where you'll be like on the floor cracking up because they yeah. Because they're human, right? Oh, it's so good. There's something you said that I wanted to share, but yes, thank you for that. Like, it's it's just it's true. All that you're saying is so true and so relatable. And oh, this last year, um, and this is something for a lot of you practitioners out there that throw courses or events or what have you, or even a book that you name. Don't think that your medicine. That what you're putting out is not your own medicine. Like I called my program this year. I took two of my signature courses that had helped thousands of people. And I combined them into one four month program. It was called the light worker initiation. And don't think that this whole year has not been an initiation for me. So just be really mindful about what you call your programs, because it definitely forces you to do the work yourself. Um, and this year has most definitely been an initiation. So I just wanted to also affirm and, and mirror back like that you're completely channeling right now. And um, of course there was initiation um, for me because that's what I was teaching my students. Well, and that's how it has to be because we don't, again, most of us don't learn when things are easy. We learn when our whole reality comes crashing down on us. And that's what the dark night of the soul is. It's like, we have to die so that we can be reborn again. And so again, just be wary of all these people out there who say they're in like 12D and, you know, 8D and oh, all God. these kinds of things, you know, it's just like, and then they're like, oh, so funny. They're like, I'm in 5D. I'm like, can you pay your rent? You're not in 5D because you, you're a human being. And if you're not in the conscious frequency of abundance, you're in scarcity and scarcity doesn't live in 5D, honey. Scarcity only lives on the earth plane. So have you forgiven your father for what happened when you were four? Oh, you haven't? You're definitely not in 5D consciousness. You can't just like meditate yourself into 5D. Like you actually have to purge and you actually have to pull back the shadow. And you have to transform your darkness into the light. Like you can't just jump. And I feel like everybody wants the like Netflix on-demand version of Ascension. This is good. I should write this down. Um, I love that. You know, the Netflix version or like the Amazon Prime or like the Uber Eats version of Ascension. They just want it fucking now. And it's like, your nervous system can't handle that now. Like there's layers to that shit. Well, and not only that, this is the hard truth that I love to say. And I'm like, I feel like people think I'm boring all the time for saying it, but I'm like, hello, we came here to be on the earth, everyone. And hello. what most light workers and healers and empaths actually need is to get into their Rooted. body and body. to bring the multidimensional consciousness and the frequency that we yes. channel. We need to bring it into our body onto the earth plane. Otherwise, what, what gives an invitation to all these dark forces are ungrounded people who Amen. believe that they're channeling. And then like, this is a whole whole other story like oh people they're are just like federation of light i'm like you're actually channeling the fucking darknik federation of light pretty much like are you asking them three times are you doing the processes that like can discern if you're talking to your angels people are like i'm talking to my angels i'm like you sure <laughs> oh exactly that's a whole are other you sure 
Well, the Bible says that the Bible says like, beware of spirits who come disguised as beings of light. Like they're, they're not just because you can channel just because you could. And there are a lot of, you know, and there's certain spiritual teachers, like some well-known ones and some of them and this, but also guys, what's happening now is that the veil is, is, is dropping and yeah. people are getting exposed and this is happening more and more and more. So you can actually see it on people's face. Like when you look at people, like both of us, you see, you know, there's light in us. There's a, you know, there's something you can see, oh, like they're light, you know? other yes. people yeah when you start to look at them actually now you can see there's something else it could be a little bit reptilian it could be the darkness it could be all of those things yes. so no. be mindful right be you're at, we're actually going to be able to see it and this is something i remember hearing as i mentioned to you like i had my awakening in 1999 so i've been awake for a long time and this was something that even then i remember reading about and hearing about was that in the future the veil would drop and we would be able to see things clearly we would see the reptilians coming through people we would see the darkness coming through you people. know what's interesting during night 11. Okay. What year was that? 2006, maybe something. Okay. So yeah. that was when I saw George Bush Jr. on television and I literally saw his pupils turn black. <clears throat> and I remember going like, <gasps> like my whole body <clears throat> from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head, full body chills. And I was like, he knows about it. And I literally was like, he did it. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And that's the same thing. That same frequency I got when the Twitch thing came on. The first thing in my mouth was he didn't kill himself. He didn't kill himself. And I'm so psychic. I'm an intuitive and all the things. But like, we got to trust that. I saw his eyes. They were reptilian. They were black. His pupils were black. And I remember when my boyfriend, three boyfriends ago, I called him out. His eyes turned black. And I was like, what happened to so-and-so? I go, where is so-and-so? And his eyes shifted back. And I was like, I, I caught the entity that was like in my ex that was like a narcissist demon because he just switched. I mean, he got crazy. And like working with my mentors, I was blasting light into the house. Like this was when I was like, my, build is, my business was building. I was transmuting. I was doing so much meditation and some chanting and channeling and I was blasting so much love and light out into the world when I was building my business and I would just be in my spare room. He started getting angrier and angrier and angrier and meaner and meaner and meaner. Mm -hmm. I remember one of my mentors being like, my spiritual mentor being like, the light is starting to really irritate him. Like he's below, like your light body is getting so bright. It is literally pushing him out of your field and he's getting angry and he's attacking you. And that happens. And I remember being like, where is where are you? I was like, who are you? I said to him, I said, who are you? And what happened to so-and-so? I was like, I'm calling so-and-so back in his face. And his eyes changed. And I remember going, <gasps> like, I remember being so fucking scared. Cause I was like, uh-oh. And then I spoke to, and this is why it's so dangerous to have sex with people like this and all the things. And like, they just get into your field. And I'm working with a woman right now that's helping me get my body back into physical alignment. And my ankles and my wrists have been all jacked up and my knees and like they, the narcissist demons energetically create like bolts and chains around your wrists and your ankles. And they start to pull your body down. So your, your shoulders will start to go forward. Your body will start to be out. You won't be able to be grounded in your feet. And there won't be a lot of circulation because they have these energetic, like ball and chains on you. And then you literally have to learn how to like get back into physical alignment, which is what we're going to teach my students at the upcoming retreat is like, how can we literally get our physical body? Everyone talks about energetic alignment and spiritual alignment and emotional alignment. But do we talking about physical alignment? Because like, this is our meat suit. Like, and don't think that the darkness doesn't infiltrate our fascia. 
and like start like causing problems. And someone was telling me, I think it was my healer came over yesterday, my body worker. And she said that she was listening to some podcast. Maybe it was David Allen something, or she was saying that they got, had some fascia guy on and he was talking about how the darkness gets in through your leaky fascia and it will like infiltrate your fascia and like, like the entities will like lock on to these like holes. And I was just like, whoa, it makes so much sense. It's like your fascia is like the web that like holds everything together. And so like, that's why when I sat with Combo the other day, which was my first time, by the way, and I've avoided it for years and it was finally the time. So don't go run out and do Combo just because you heard it. Like if you're not feeling called to it, I was a no like 10 times for Combo in the past six years, you know, and she, we pulled my ex out of my neck. Like I was getting this excruciating pain in my neck and like we got him out and he had been wound up in my fascia. And so it's like these energies have an impact on your physical temple and your physical form, which can cause a lot of ruckus, you know, in your physical alignment in your body so that the energy, you can be in alignment and tall and connected to the divine, you know, instead of like hunched over and like closing out your heart space and, you know, in protection and defense of yourself, you know, so it's wild. This stuff is just wild. I've never known about the narcissistic demon causing a lot of physical problems, but I knew the boyfriend before that I had so much intestinal problems and I had my hair started falling out. And, you know, I think a lot of the physical problems that starts to happen are based around the people you surround yourself with and sleep with and, and share energy with. And so I had a lot of, my knee was jacked up last year being in a relationship with this guy. Like there was just like a lot of things happening that like shouldn't be happening. Right. And especially for women, this is a, this is a big one. And this was, I was very surprised at one point I was uh, a few years ago, I was given a process. I was asking for a process for prosperity and what I was given, and I still have to put this out and share this with people was a, as a womb meditation, a golden womb meditation. And then what I was shown was that so many women were being blocked from so many things because of the men that we've allowed into our, our lives. And once they're there, it's like, we have to, we have to clear it. Right. Because all of that lingers in there. Right. Yeah. That's our portal to create worlds. Like that's our, I'm going to open my door because it's getting hot in here. But yeah. That, uh, it is, and, I, and I'm conscious of time as well. I know that we've sort of gone over time. Yeah. We, can, we can talk forever. And I know that you mentioned you have a busy back-to-back -back day. So yeah. we can talk for, and this is all such valuable conversation. And I'm so grateful. Now I know exactly why uh, we didn't connect until now. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I would not have been, I mean, I would have brought value, but it wouldn't have been this raw, deep and reflective if yes. I would have been on the cast before this important right now this is so important because we are on these missions we are here to bring light we are here to do the sacred work and the dark side and this is some some people are in complete denial about this some so-called they don't even believe that there's a dark no, force they're like you're negative anything. amber you're negative and like they'll say things like oh you know the darkness can't touch me and i'm just like oh really like yes if you're conscious and you're sovereign and you're up on your practices. Like some people like, I don't need protection. I just need to align to the light. And I don't really believe that. Like, I just, I mean, it's just like this, I, 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 and again, to each its own, like the like, well, if it's not in your frequency, it's not in your mind, it can't happen to you. And it's like, I don't know how much of that should I believe of like, okay, if like, you know, something bad's not in your consciousness, you can't manifest it. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't. No, I that is like the influence. That is the influence of the demon itself. That is a person right. who's potentially under the influence of an entity that believes that they're speaking with a light being that is not a light being. And again, the light being, and I have a whole crazy story about this. I won't get into it now, but I'm probably going to be, I'm going to probably share my story publicly this year. And it was about being, I was actually catfished by my closest friend at the time who created three fake personalities to deceive me over the period of a number of years. And I had no idea that this was happening. And one of these beings was a spiritual teacher. Okay. And this spiritual teacher, and this is, I learned so much now that I look back on it from this because, and it's funny because his name was Sid. And one of my healer friends told me that that actually stood for Satan in disguise because he would flip back and forth from being either he was the most, and he knew everything, right? He had the gift of prophecy. He had the gift of knowing, but then he would flip back and forth from either putting me on a pedestal. And you mentioned this earlier, and this is very common with these types of people and energies, right? First, they put you on the pedestal. Oh, you're a goddess. You're amazing. You're whatever. And then what do they do? They tear you down after that. And then it becomes this very confusing dance that we do. Right. And it's like, you're so confused. It's like, I don't, I don't understand what happened. I felt like you saw me, you know, you, you saw me. Right. And then it's like, whoosh. And the next thing, you know, they're like taking you down, they're berating you, they're accosting you. They're, they're all of these things. Right. So these are all really, you know, and the fact that both of us have been through this and our stories, you know, are unique to us. And in other ways, they're not unique at all because they're, this is what's happening. And the more that we talk about this and share about this um, is, and the vulnerability is there too, because we have to be able to say like, Hey, I've been in so many. And, it's, and I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm like, how is it that? Cause I, I feel shame about this too. Like, cause I've been like awake for so long. And yet through my awakening, I've been through so much trauma, so many bad situations, so many yeah. narcissistic relationships. And part of me yeah, is like, being awake does not mean that in, in uh, you guys, if you're not seeing, she's air quoting awake. Cause it's like, I mean, <laughs> Thank always, you, you know, there's levels to this shit. And it doesn't mean that just cause you're awake that like your life's supposed to be like, it's almost fun. like people are like, well, I want to get to 5d. You think when you get to 5d, you're not gonna have any more problems. Like it's like, it's this delusion. That's like, as soon as I get here, then I'm free. I can just coast. And it's like, people are like how much more, if I hear, if I had a dollar for every student that says I've done so much work. It's like, I will never say that statement again. Like, would you ever hear, hear an elder saying I've done so much work? They would never say that. Like, because it's like this whole life is a journey of work and like learning. It's like, they'll say I'm still an infant, you know, like they're very humble in that when you get into the elder space, right? When you become an elder um, or a crone, you know? So it's like, it's just so interesting. It's just like this one girl writes to me on Instagram bless her heart. She's like, Oh God, you know, I've been doing this work for so long. I've been going through my awakening for so long. I'm like, Oh really? How, how much, how long have you been, you know, in your process? And she's like, Oh, three months, but I've, I've, I've literally grown so much. And I was like, Oh honey, like I've been in this work for almost a couple decades and I have nowhere still working through some mom shit. But right? I think that's the trap. Like, and this is what happened to me. And I, think, I see this like, a lot. I've done people. a lot of work. I don't need. So she didn't like the program and she was the, the offering. She's like, oh, I've already gone through that. And I was like, how long have you, have you studied with coaches? Have you done a program? No, no. But I've been doing this for three months. Like, I am just so sick of doing the work. I am so ready to like, I'm like, oh, honey, you got a long way to go. 90 days. Three months. That's hilarious. But she what I'm she meant that no, but, but what I see but again, so she doesn't have the awareness. And again, no. this is where like, um, what's that? Like ignorance is bliss, right? When you don't know any better, you don't know. And the more that, you know, the more you actually become humbled. Cause you're like, Oh geez. Like, cause you start oh, to see, man, I've been humbled this year. Holy shit. Man. And with my own awakening or whatever you want to 
call it as I move into higher consciousness, actually, I become more aware of my shadow painfully yes. so sometimes where I'm like, oh my God, did I really just do that or say that or think that last oh. month or whatever? But it's because as you become conscious, you see the things that you didn't see before because they were unconscious. So that actually is what open to is, it and right? be grateful to it, even though it's painful, but you don't, you don't avoid it anymore. And I think that's like, there's this here on earth, it's like, there's this time paradigm, there's this time construct, but like, this doesn't work in any other dimension. And I tell my students that all the time, like, like, oh, you know, we're almost done with the six month journey. And like, we should, it's like, did you think you needed to be making a hundred thousand dollars in four months? Like how fast, like I look at them, I'm like, wow, they're consistent on social, their message is on point. They're shining so much light. They're making a difference. They're knowing who they are. They're so authentic and vulnerable. And I'm like, blown away by how much they've transformed in just four months by working with me but they want they want to be they're on top of the mountain meanwhile these girls weren't even doing any videos even before meeting me right it was like no pictures of themselves on their social and now they're completely channeling their light and their information and they're giving it out to the world lovingly and it's like i mean that's rapid like that takes some people years to get to that space right of confidently sharing with just like no expectation we get to the top of the mountain and then we see the next mountain and it's like we, we, we always want to be farther than we are. It's, but I tell my students, it's like yelling at your belly being like, why is my baby not born yet? It's like, it takes time. And like, there's levels. And so many people are picking out the wallpaper for their house and they haven't even bought the land yet. You know, it's like, and it's just like, we need to check ourselves and the millennials bless their hearts and the Gen Z's, Gen Wisers or whatever they're called now. Cause I, there's new names every day. They have grown up in this on-demand world of Uber and Instagram or Uber, Insta, all the things have trained them like now, now, now. But like, if you talk to elders, like some of them don't even get their first fire until they're like 50, 20 years in to get their first sweat lodge, you know? And it's like, even the chiefs will say that their babies have never arrived. And it's like, we've lost this whole like, we're in this for the long run and we're comparing our first six months to like my year 10. And it's like, it's, it's interesting. And this one gal is just like, well, I need to be, you know, I should know, have more questions and I don't know what questions I should ask. And you should tell me what questions I should ask. I'm like, the only question you need to ask is continue to show up and get out of your shitty relationship. That's sucking you of your light and distracting you. Like you're doing amazing. You're selling crystals. You're more than ever. You're out there in the world. Like what questions do you, you'll know the question when the question comes, but like this idea that I should be farther along or somewhere else or something else should be happening is like a distraction from being there right now. And that's I think actually an that, implant that, that particular, what you just described actually is like a literal implant that is put into people. And it is one of the, there are actual like distractions and implants and things that are put in place by the dark side or whatever you want to call I them. And that's, that's a big one. And it will keep yeah. And the patriarchy. And I love that you mentioned that actually, because what I see in the coaching industry is actually all that's happened in a lot of ways is that it's just regurgitating the patriarchy oh. and a lot of these like boss babes and stuff. And they feel like they're empowered and all of that. But I'm like, no, all you're doing is just regurgitating the old, the old ways of the patriarchy. And again, it's not, if you're really more, more, more now, 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 more, more, more now, now, now you're not enough. Hurry, 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 hustle, hustle, go, 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 go. No, it's like forcing the seasons. It's like, hurry up trees, grow the fucking leaves. Hurry up trees, fall down. Hurry up winter, be over. Like, it's just like, there's no, 
we've gotten so out AI has just gotten us so out of alignment to like the natural transition of, this, of the seasons. And one of my students was talking about her four-year-old son who said he wanted to go to this electronic music festival. He's like, God, I wish I was older so I could go to this festival. Right. And she was like, no, you need to be four. Like when you're 18, I'll take you, I'll be 36, but you're four right now. And like what I tried to tell my students and they all laughed, I was like, y'all four right now. Can y'all be four? Just be four. Enjoy being four. And they got it. They finally got it because the comparison, there you go. The envy, the jealousy, the judgment, all those frequencies you had mentioned at the top of this call that open up this portal like that's going on in the spiritual coaching space. That's going on in the life coaching space. Like that's, that has infiltrated our industry. And I think we can wrap soon. It's like my biggest heartbreak this year is being really recognizing that truly not all the people that say they're here for the light are really here for the cause. They're here to make money. And that is it. And they will say and do whatever they need to do for fame. And Which a lot exactly of people why. who have not gotten famous on TV are trying to be Instagram famous or podcast famous. And literally all they care about is the dopamine hit that comes from the followers that they've spent thousands of dollars a month to get and thousands of dollars to, you know, to place and all the things that they've paid to play. And it's like, if I've talking to some of the biggest marketers in the world, like they're like, honey, you're way better than this chick over here, but she's, she's damn near spent a million dollars on getting her placements. And I'm just I like, say this all the you time. were on that platform, you would be laughing to the bank and also outperforming her all day of the week because your content is pure and you're organic. And but she put herself in front of a stage of heads. It's not because she's better, it's not because she's more vulnerable and authentic, it's not even because her content's good or she's a good coach. It's that she has just paid for the exposure. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck, man. Not only that, so the, and this is so important, I'm, and I'm so glad we're going to like wrap it up in this note because I say this all the time. This is so important, especially with healers, because the, this being a healer is not like anything else. It requires such a high level of integrity. The, a lot of the people who are out there with these big followings is because they have the relentless personality where they will stop at nothing to get what they want and to get where they want to go. Now, a lot of the, the I'm not the healing. And I'm not knocking that because I have that same personality until. I have to compromise my soul, my well-being, my happiness, my joy, you know, my integrity, like, and then it's a fucking full stop. Right. But then even like as a, as a, as a healer or a facilitator, now, unless you're a really experienced, amazing healer and facilitator, how many people can you actually hold space for and work with? Amen. Really, truly. If you're, especially if you're a newbie. Can you my students all the time. I was like, if you had a hundred people right now, thousand people sign up to your masterclass. Could you guys throw a fucking masterclass? And they're like, no, I was like, you guys aren't ready to have 150 people on your masterclass. You can't hold that energy. You can't hold that container. Some girl starts talking shit. Like this one girl did had a thousand people sign up for a challenge. I had 150 people on. And this one girl was being fucking shitty in the, in the freaking chat. And I had to like call her forward and like have everybody blast her with love. And like, my team was like, oh shit. And they were like the way Amber handled that shit. Like. I had enough knowing and trust and sovereignty in who I was that I was like, "Uh uh-uh, if you're going to stay here, you're not doing that. There's other ways you can get attention in this world. As a matter of fact, let's all blast Sherry with love right now because her inner child clearly wants to be seen. 
And I was like, but Sherry, you, you don't get to be here knocking me or mocking me. Like I, I grew up with mean girls. Anybody else grew up with mean girls. Then now I have the whole fucking audience on my side. Anybody else be bullied? Sherry, what good is coming from you trying to bully me? You guys, are we available for bullies in this container? No, no, no. All of a sudden I had everyone on my side and I was just like, well, you are welcome to stay here, but you get to play by our rules, which is kindness and love and acceptance. And if you don't want to be here with an open heart, sister, you get to go. But it was like, they were like, holy fuck. Like I would have froze. I would have freaked out. And I'm just like, yeah, you would have. Cause like every year I grow my capacity and I'm same with you to hold more, to hold more money, to hold more drama, to hold more students, to hold more personalities. And it's like, people just like, they couldn't, I ask my students all the time. If you had 10 clients right now that wanted to work to you tomorrow, do you have everything set up? Are you confident? Are you ready? Like, no, no, no. I'm like, spirit's going to give you as much as you're ready to handle. Not one student more or one student less. So if you get two people in your program, fuck yeah, give them all you got, learn a lot, get testimonials, expand, get feedback, and then step into the next one. But like gradually hold your container to hold it all. Because if not, you're going to crash and burn really fucking fast. Yep. Yep. And it's all about what we can, what, what we can handle. And you just nailed it. Spirit will give us exactly, you know, like my, my, I'm a single mom and I have a six-year-old, a wonderful six-year-old, but he's, um, you know, he's been the biggest, he, that is where the bulk of my energy goes for, and he's a highly sensitive being. I've had a lot of, you know, he can't always go to school probably, you know what I mean? Like he, and I, and I love it, but that also takes away from, you know, I can't do, and I had to come to this realization because of course my ego was like, well, you've been doing this for so long. Like, why aren't you like having more? But then I, when I really looked at my situation, I'm like, I actually can't. So guess what? Spirit brings me exactly what I need, exactly the, the right amount of clients and abundance and things to like, and our world is so wonderfully prosperous. And I know that that phase is also coming to an end for me and that there's another, you know, but that's also part of the learning. And that's part of where our ego has to take a back seat sometimes and say like, Hey, like, am I really here? And you said this too, like, are we actually for the light? What do you actually want? Because you could have an, you could impact one person's life and you have no idea what that one person is going to go and do. So it's not about the number. It's not even about the, the money and there's nothing wrong with having money. And I'm such a stand for light workers having money, but Amen. that's not what it's all about. It's about the impact. It's about the, the, yes. you know, what are you really truly bringing to people the value? Cause again, you could have one client and that client could go on and win a Nobel prize or whatever. And maybe that was your life purpose just to work well, with that, that, and just to take it back full circle to that training that I got enrolled into in 2012 when I was 33 and I was her only enrollment in the, to this transformational training. Perfect. There you go. And look at what you've done. Into that program. And I have impacted thousands and thousands of lives. So like, if she didn't stand for me, like I wouldn't be here with you guys. Probably I would still be probably spiraling and job after job that felt unfulfilling and broke and had money cycle and shitty relation, all the things like low self-worth that that one person like one starfish you know that starfish story like you can't throw them all back well I can save one and it's like that's what that's what I tell my students is like focus on one person with your message one person with your offer one person and then let that ripple effect be that ripple effect and like that's the game we're playing here and so you know I'm honoring you babe and I'm honoring you and your journey and like all you've gone through in the blood, sweat, and tears and 
for continuing to show up and being a truth teller with a capital T. Like I feel you in that justice frequency of like, you know, but like we can only do what we can do and how can we balance our nervous system? And like, I've been a victim to my business, you know, and my business was growing so fast and 10 coaches and three support coaches and spend down near half a million dollars last year on team for what? Like spent all that I made on needing to do more and scale more and we need a marketing person, a $10,000 copywriter. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like I didn't build my business that way, but I got stuck into the frequency of, I need to serve more people. And in the name of like, it's okay that I'm in the fetal position and I've worked 31 days in a row and I have 15 hours a day and I haven't seen my godson and God knows how long are my friends, but I'm just going to keep on, keep on, keep on and more, more, more. And then like losing myself along the way and being like, oh my God, I got swept up into the matrix of being like, it needs to look like this. And it's like, no. And this, I, I used to have 60 students in my program. I was like, I don't even know half their names. So at what fucking cost? Like, I don't enjoy not knowing my students' names. That's why I got into this business. So this last round of the initiation had 19 women. I know all of their names. There's been no drama. I know all about them. And it has been so rewarding and nourishing to go tiny and mighty with. It's like two coaches and me and 19 students and two didn't make the whole journey, which was incredible. They never do because they weren't ready, but there's been no drama. And this is like the first program I've run in so long where there hasn't been one drama student that tries to cause pain and we got to face off with it and deal with it. And they resist. And it was like, wow, we took a different approach this year, me and my coaches. And we're like, we're not dragging anyone into their purpose. We're not dragging anyone over the line. If they want to do the work, we're here. We're not going to kick them out. We're not going to say, you got to do this by this time. If they don't do the work, they don't get the transformation. That's on them. And taking this approach with hands off has been so good for my body and my nervous system and my coaches. This has been the most enjoyable training I've done in probably the last decade since the beginning, because it puts the responsibility onto the light worker to their own sense of leadership. And we're going to meet them where we meet them. But it's like the tiny and mighty in depth. I just want to call everyone who's a healer listening to this podcast, like in a coach, try to have less and like deep and more juicy and nourishing because that's going to have you go the distance. Because the last few years I have lost my fucking way in the name of like feeling like I have to and being like a servant to the divine, but really at what cost of like robbing me of my joy and my peace and my health and all the things like I could give you if I had a dollar for every light worker or coach in this space who's gone through severe severe adrenal burnout and like their health completely fucked I mean my hair was falling out my gut was all fucked up and like it we can't trade our nine to fives for our 365s and like we can't be in this like martyrism of service when we're suffering and so that has been my whole, like as a codependent and growing up with severe, like abuse with the, you know, narcissistic borderline personal disorder, mom, like you get to thrive too. And like slow and steady, you know, and that's what I'm calling forth for myself and teaching my students. Like I'm going to reel you all back in because I don't want you guys to go down that build your business that way. Like we get to build it the light worker way. And that's a new way. No. It's and, and, uh, and also, sorry to interrupt, but like that is exactly how we let in the dark forces. 
the dark, oh, I did. they come in because we're not grounded because we're not, they right. can come in through physical things. They can come in through when we're not, um, you were not present. We're stressed. All of these things, anything that puts us out of alignment makes us susceptible to that. And then that, like when you have too big of a group, that's how the entity gets in the group because you cannot manage. You can't, most people don't have the capacity, even very seasoned healers, because by nature, we're highly sensitive and we're highly empathetic, right? So we just don't have that, you know, we're, there's nothing wrong with working with smaller groups of people, whether it's one person or five people, it's actually wonderful. You can actually support okay. them well that way, right? I love that you said that. It's like, I love that from that reminder because my, one of my spiritual mentors, I know we got to go, said to me, I don't want you sitting in any more medicine ceremonies and groups. And he was like, you're far too sensitive. Your light is too bright. It takes a half of a second for a medicine man to be serving someone over here in an ayahuasca ceremony where a demon's jumping out to jump in anyone like these bigger groups in these medicine groups can be really dangerous because these entities are jumping in and out of people the whole time. And if your shaman and medicine man is not right there, like I can tell you how many people have sat in ceremonies and had to come to me and break down and have my people come in and like pull entities out of them after sitting in group ceremonies, mm -hmm. like with the purest intent, like you've got to have a small container. Like you've got to have someone with their eyes on everything and gritting the space. Like I had, we'll have to have another follow-up, but during my first retreat in Mount Shasta, I got my fucking ass kicked. And my naive mirror, my naive, naive light worker ass, half-ass gritted the space, gave everyone quartz crystals, which I should have never done. I didn't cleanse them because we were running fucking late. And an entity jumped in one of my students. And it took the whole fucking day to get it out and to like cross it over. And I had to call in my, my, my mentor and my elders. And like, it was fucking gnarly. And then it jumped in me and attacked me twice. And I had to get it out of my body twice through sound and prayer and all, all the things the drumming, all, all everything I got, but that's when I got my wings. Like I actually got my angel wings that day, but I got to that point where I said, if this, is what it means to be a light worker, I don't want to do it anymore. This is too hard. Like, I don't want to be fighting entities and demons and I don't want to be doing, you know, and that's when all of a sudden the angels cleared it. It was almost like she passed it. She's down on her knees. She got the fucking lesson, like bow. Holy fuck. I had no idea. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not child's play. And the first thing out of my mentor's mouth was we need to have a fucking conversation when you get back to LA. Cause why the fuck are you doing breath work in Mount Shasta? And why the fuck didn't you have people there gritting and like um, guarding the space? Like I went out of a Yoni steam when their portals are wide open into a breath work. And like, we just fucking called some shit in and jumped in right in this woman who wasn't in her body, who wasn't in her feet, who wasn't in her sovereignty and literally jumped in and took over. And it was fucking terrifying. And I'm going to write a script about it one day, but like, this is real. And like the darkness is so excited about oh, angel cards and oh, you know, oh, fucking crystals and oh, let's do spells on fucking, you know, new moon and full moon and all the shit. It's like, yes, and. But like TikTok is literally like dangerously putting people out. Like I have uh, one of my friends is like, oh, my 13 year old's doing like spells on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like these girls don't know what they're doing. Like they don't realize what they're doing. Like the portals are opening and the beings are calling in. And I'm like, oh, 
So that's why I've created the ceremony membership because I'm like, all right, it's a no brainer. It's $111 a year. Let's all do ceremony once a month. Let's double down on our practices. We'll have some of my elders in. We'll talk protection. We'll talk gritting. We'll talk all the stuff so that we can start to be responsible with our practices because it's a wild, wild west out there. It's no joke, folks. I hope I hope if you guys took anything from this conversation, and I say this all the time because I know people, and I've been a one of my targets too. Have been like women or people that want to be healers, so they come and they come to me and they try to suck off me and my light and all this stuff. And I always sit here and I go, you know, it's like I said earlier, like if you had any idea what this really entails, like you actually might not want to do this. Like it's not a joke. Like it's yeah. it's some scary shit. There's the, it's not all love and light out there, folks. Oh. It's like the, the spiritual dimensions are just like the earth plane. There's good people and there's bad people. There's good Amen. People, and there's very, very, very bad ones. And the very, very bad ones are often drawn to like a moth to a flame. They are drawn to those of us who have the light and they will fuck shit up. I love dropping F-bombs a little bit. Even doing the whole time. A lot, so. it's, it's so fine. It's, it's all, it's all part of it, but oh my God, Amber, thank you so much. This has been such a wonderful conversation oh. and like so refreshing and so why we didn't have this conversation last year because this is this is exactly what and i'm so glad it's you um because i know that we have the potential to like reach a lot of people with this conversation because this is what i've like literally been told over and over again that i need to be talking more about this stuff because it's so it's happening right now and it's affecting so many people and so many don't even know they don't even understand what they're up against and they just are like no no that's why i'm so grateful to be able to be vulnerable and let you guys know like you know I, 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 I too go to the bathroom every day. I too, like, it doesn't matter if I have 40 plus thousand followers on Instagram. It doesn't matter that I, you know, made all this money in my industry. I am not above these lessons. I am not better than anyone. Like we're all just figuring it out as we go. So if we can support you with, you know, any unnecessary pain and suffering, like, Amen. We're happy to. And that being said, I do really feel that it is part of the initiation. If you're, a, yeah. you know, it is part of that. You have to learn how to navigate this as a healer. And as a, if you're going to play in these realms, it's something that is often learned the hard way. And when you get on the other side of it, you have, I'm not quite hugging the demons yet, but I've had a number of experiences now where they come in and before, you know, I'm like terrified for a second. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, you can't touch me. And I'm like, and then they're gone. They like scatter like your lightning bolt. You know, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. I'm like, no more. Like, I'm not, I'm not playing this anymore. No, like be gone. Like I'm out. Like I'm here. You know, we, we have to shine our light and it's, it's not always fun and it's not always easy, but it's, it's necessary. And that's what we came here to do. So thank you so much. You're so inspiring. And I love how vulnerable you were and especially coming from this place, you know, where people do, you know, you have a big following, you, you make a lot of money. And, and the fact that you can just show up and say, Hey, I'm going through this too. I think it's going to be very, very affirming for a lot of people because I speak to healers all the time on all kinds of levels from, you know, from new to seasoned ones to people with big, you know, big followings or to, to, to smaller ones. And it's like, we're all going through similar things. And so it's really hard. And right now, especially this, this whole issue of being attack in the darkness, it's really amped up in the past few years, like big time. And I don't imagine it's going to go any way away as much as the light amps up, the darkness is going to amp up with it until, hey. we, until we hit a crossover point a little bit more. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, nature, that's what came. It's funny. I'm on an Island right now with my son. I'm not in, I live in Vancouver in the city, but we're away right now. And, uh, and it's, I know that that's part of why I was here for the beginning of the year too. It was so interesting. It's like, I literally got transplanted here right now, like be in nature, be in the quiet and even just being here right away. It, it shifts everything, you know, oh, it is, yeah. it's so important. 
Yeah, it sh- shifts your sacred geometry in your nervous system. Yes, it does. And well, we- I'm so grateful for you, babe. Thank you for taking time and thank you for being so patient and not judging me and making up stories and continuing to follow up. And um, it's been a really hard year for me. It was the hardest year in my life. And so I'm just so grateful that on the other side, we have come together on, you know, this as tur- this turning point and this new fresh energy of the, of, of the season. And um, let me know if I can support you in any way. And anybody who's listening, if you need support in any way, you know, with your initiation, with your spiritual practices, with, you know, wanting to come and do some deep work immersions, come to my retreats, like stay, stay close, stay in touch, shoot me a DM and let's chat and have a conversation. It'll be me. I'll be sending you a voice note and, uh, I'm looking forward That's to That's another thing too. This woman was like, like messaging me all morning, this coach. And I just know right away, like, it's not even her. And I know people do this and they, you know, but that even that can be a little bit misleading. It's like, you know, you think you're messaging with the actual person that the account is and it's not them. It's somebody else. Like this person, it was like a health and fitness coach. They were all over me this morning. And I just like, I, I just was like, I just ignored it. And I, cause I could feel right away. I'm like, this is not the person. This is somebody else. Now that's fine. If you tell them, Hey, I'm actually not this person. And I'm their assistant or I'm their coach. That's authentic. Anytime there's inauthenticity, lies, hidden things, deceptions, that is where the potential again for the anything where there's any like little sliver of darkness, that's where the darkness gets in. Right. So that's why we have to try our best to be integral and vulnerable in all of these things. Right. Thank you so much for that reminder. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to this. I didn't expect us to have such a long conversation, but it's a necessary one and an important one very much so because um, I know that's where a lot of us are going through this. So yes, everyone, Amber Valdez, you can find her on Instagram is probably where you're the most. Yeah, I am Amber Valdez. I am Amber Valdez. I am Amber Valdez. And if anyone offers you a reading, I don't do fucking readings. Like use your discernment. I get like five fake accounts a month. You don't need to tell me and be like, oh, someone's following me. Is this you? It's not. I have no backup accounts. Nobody needs backup accounts. That's a super scam. I'm never going to ask you for money online. Like just use discernment. And um, yeah, it's I am Amber Valdez. And you can go on there and learn about the ceremony membership or my Lightworker Mastermind or my retreats or anything I got going on. I'm open here to support you. And you can always shoot me a voice note and um, just be patient and only get back. And um, I've got a cool masterclass coming up. When's this going to air? Uh, probably next week. Probably. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah so- probably. Yeah. Yeah. So January 24th, while I'm in Bali, I'm going to do a free get paid for your woo masterclass. So I'm or workshop, whatever you want to call it. I'm super excited about that. And then at the end, if you feel like you want to work with me for 90 days, we'll give you an opportunity. If not, you'll get super amounts of value, meet some really cool people and you'll get to feel all the frequency of Bali and the energies. And if you want a ceremony with me every month on new moon, full moon or holy days, I've got a ceremony membership. It's super cheap. It's like nine bucks a month for like the whole year. And I wanted to make it accessible to everyone. And, um, that's really, you know, I'm calling in a couple one-on-ones and coming to Austin, doing some immersion, some sacred rage release, some, you know, burying our old self, um, you know, uh, just doing some like ceremonies with the elements and just like really doing a lot of healing and taking our power back and supporting you in the pivot and the confidence required. So I'm excited to drop more into my medicine woman and my ceremonialist this year, um, through sound and, um, all the things. So if you're called, I'm here. And now you got a lightning rod to do it. <laughs> now my lightning rod. Let's give us the gift of lightning. Anchor well, lightning. yeah. And that, that puts you in the category of like the no bullshit spiritual teachers who are my favorite, you know, the ones that don't candy coat, the ones that don't that's like, it, like the, right. Bring the truth. And that triggers a lot of people and that's okay. I'm not for everyone. So 
you know, and nobody is. And this isn't another important thing to realize again, going back to this, like, if you just focus on who, what am I meant to share? Who am I meant to serve? And, and go with that. If it's one person, 10 people, a hundred people, it doesn't matter. It's your being authentic and in alignment with your own purpose, whatever that is. That's right. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, sister. Oh, I wanted to get a little video of you. It's 333 right now. No way. Of course it is. And then a set of masters we receive. Oh my God, it's just getting off such an inspiring podcast. We talked about the darkness, the dark light. We talked about literally, I shared a lot of things I have not shared on social media. Holy shit, vulnerability is happening. Hangover. No, I'm grateful (laughs) and thankful. Um, But follow this goddess right here. And thank you all. You matter. You're worthy. Your light matters. And there is darkness out there, but we are going to win. You know how Star Wars win. Star Wars end. (laughs) We win. We win. That's exactly what I always say. I say that every time. I say the reason we're that's with Star with Star Wars is because it's real. It is this. We're in this battle of light and darkness, and so it's it's real. And the realist is for us, us healers and light workers. We're in it. So yeah, peace everyone. (laughs) Stay tuned to this episode. Follow her so you know when it comes out. Bye. Bye. Oh, great, babe. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So what a wonderful, refreshing conversation. Okay, everyone. Amber Valdez, follow her. Much love, everyone. Bye, guys. You've been listening to A Voice for Love. This is Surya Devi. You can find me at suryadeviworld.com. I hope this series inspires you to discover your own voice for love so that you can be a force for good in your life and in the world. I wish you great joy, good health, and the courage to stand up for what you believe in. Peace.